You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Cooligans, stupid. <laughs> to this day, my aunt, if I'm listening to like Bad Bunny or something, she's like, "I said, hand it on." Like she thinks <laughs> he's, he's making a comeback. <laughs> he's the only. He's the only. I rap in Spanish. Yeah, kind yeah. of in a reggae kind of way. Sure, sure. Reference. Uh, That's like how every every everything is. Uh, if you're playing any video game, it's a Nintendo. Right, right, In Latin right. America. Doesn't matter. PS5, mira ese Nintendo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy on TikTok that does a great... Um, uh, he, he he does, like... Th- there's a lot of people like this to where they... Immigrant parents and, you know, yeah. uh, first-generation kid or second-generation kid. And, and essentially, they're like... Um, uh, he, ha- he has his mom or grandmother or something, and it, he's like... He's explaining to her. He's like, play station. She's like, play Station and he's like explaining everything and then he and then he goes all right say it say the full thing PlayStation Nintendo yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great which is a glimpse into all of our worlds right before Christmas when my my, my mom goes what do we get Gabe for uh, for Christmas and I'm like do not get him a Nintendo unless it has the word Switch on the end of it and Ice Cube Bruce said Oro Solido for the win Yo, Yo. I, don't, I don't even know every I, this there's some there's such diversity here what diversity these I'm are, just saying I don't know I didn't, we're all I, going to a grown and sexy house <laughs> Party, bro. I didn't know I was gonna get an Oro Solido reference from a nice cold brew. Oscar Rosales said, "Get all, get all, Morid ruled Alexis Chavez." Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Um, all right, well, we're happy to, you know, this is a nice exchange of cultures in the chat. Uh, what exchange of culture? We're all shaking hands, all Latinos, <laughs> and everyone else is like, not "I thought we were gonna talk about MLS Apple." Not TV everybody Plus. is uh, is Latino in the chat. I I assume. All right, Huey? everybody's welcome. Huey was the man. I think that was the the skinny dude in DLG. Okay. Bro, <laughs> no one else in my class like that. It was like me and three Latino kids that were only into this shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, and my mom's like, "Eso no es salsa." Right, right, right. I, I, and I was gonna say, when, as far as the the hip hop that I initially got into, um, it was Gwen Stefani rapping. No, no, it was <laughs> it was uh, Gangstar, Daz FX, Tribe Called Quest, Backpack shit. That was that. That was hip hop. There by was yourself. no. There was no ratchet really to oh, like. hundred percent, there was. I mean, not to not to the degree that we have now. But like leaders of the new school way back then in that like Gangstar era. But Gangstar was kind of hood. Hard to earn. Hard to earn. It wasn't gangster. If you say kind of hood, you do not mean ratchet. It wasn't gangster. (laughs) It wasn't like gangster hip hop. No, no, not at all. But Hard to Earn was one of the best albums of all time. Sure. Nah, I mean, look, there's a couple. It was gangster rap at the time. It was Uh, gangstar rap. He ended up doing what? The Jazzmatazz stuff after that guru? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but also yeah, I uh, met Guru. All right, Pete Guru. Right? Of, he passed yeah, away. He passed away a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I met him in front of an Applebee's once, and I was like, "Yo, what you doing in here, bro?" <laughs> I'm walking by, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I'm just waiting for my food." I'm like, "Oh shit, blah blah." And I was like, "Yo, 
let me get your autograph or something. I went to go get something for him to sign, and my wife didn't know who he was and never heard of Gangstar. And she goes, did you guys go to high school together? <laughs> <laughs> I come back. Uh, Guru is dying of laughter. I go, what's funny? He's like, yo, your shorty just asked me if we went to high school together. I was like, stop. <laughs> and, I, and I school said, I'm, I'm black and boricua. Let's go. Vamos. Let's All go. Right. Who said that? Cold brew? Uh, yeah. He didn't say boricua. He said body. Bro, that is. Dude. Jesus Christ, are you in San Dulce right now? <laughs> <laughs> Sipping on a medalla light? Um, okay. Wait, before we go on with the show, hold on. Today's show to you is brought to you by Coors Light. Hey, Christian, bro, we was just talking about this. Why we get to hang out on these two couches after a show, and you know what says to me? The show's over. It's time to kick up, relax, maybe invite a few friends over here and watch the MLS announcement that's about to come on. You know what I think? Think we got to pop open a couple cores lights. Let's go. That is always the move, you guys. Every single time, you know, we've gotten the studio. We've been in the studio for a couple months now, and we've had some watch parties. We've had, it's been we'll a nice some people over. That's a nice chill vibe. Mm. When you when you're watching a soccer game, especially with the Cooligans, yo. We're gonna we're gonna toss a course light your way. It might have to be the course light You know what I mean? Because <laughs> okay. all right, this is a, a partnership we weren't even aware of. <laughs> okay, it's a collab. Course light was not prepared for it. <laughs> because really, what you want to do this when you when you really want a beer that's out there. There's really only one that's literally made it chill. Okay, and that's course light. Right? The mountains on the bottles. The can even turns blue when your beer is cold, bro. You chilling? Your beer is chilling. I the wanna, can is chilling. I want to snowboard down that bottle. Bro, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Guys, when it's time to own wine, Coors Light is the beer that I reach for. It's the beer that Christian reached for. It's the beer that we all reach for. So when you want to hit reset, grab the beer that's made to chill. Get ah. Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Ah, okay. Celebrate responsibly. Coors a Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's go. <laughs> This is the soccer show, I promise. Welcome yes. to the Cooligans. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. Uh, we out here. We never even say we're, you know how extra time is like New York, New York, and 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 Weebies in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually are in New York, New yeah, York. Yeah, we're in Midtown, fam. <laughs> just a couple blocks from the MLS office, actually. So Bro, we was just in there with, with ski masks on, looking through, <laughs> looking around for paperwork. That's how we were able to deliver today's episode. They knew they knew who we were because we were wearing Cooligan shirts. Yeah, but the yeah. ski masks. The were, and my ski masks <laughs> my name on it but i just didn't want you know what i mean i didn't want that air conditioning is very strong there uh but yes this is our, our first uh you know u.s soccer or usa <laughs> show said christian went full hip-hop when he bought one of those old leather african medallion necklaces remember them joints <laughs> sure you got the round leather. <laughs> christian's just like yo how much is uh how much is it to supersize this <laughs> oh that's what the man wants you to pay when I was in uh, on my honeymoon in Italy, there was a uh, was a lot of African people selling. Stuff. I was gonna say, how did this connect? <laughs> so, uh, but that they were selling uh, jewelry, trinkets, and, and stuff like that. And uh -huh. then uh, one guy, I I think he was Nigerian. I don't remember exactly where he was from. Um, but he was like, he you see he sees a dark skinned person. And he's like, hey. You're my people. Right. Hey, you better buy yeah, something. Better buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he goes, he, he starts explaining um, this, like, bracelet, and this is what it means to my people and this other stuff. And right. he's like, because you are a, a, a dark-skinned brother, yeah. I want to make sure that you have this. I'm like, all right, this is, it's very heavy, but right, it's, right, it's right, like, right. also touching. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool, man, I guess, uh, thank you. 
And and I start walking away. He's like, hey, hey, okay, but like, you know, maybe like ten euro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, I, I barely wanted this at all. Oh, you uh, come on, they do that here. Hold this. This is yours for free. But you got to give a donation. Right, right. But yeah. it, I, it, it was the story about uh, connecting with my African culture right. and that he spent five minutes explaining. Right. And then I, so I thought he was just doing something kind. Uh, but no, it's all, it's capitalism, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that reminds me when I was in the Bahamas on my honeymoon, because, uh, you know, we do it up big uh, in the Guerrero's household. <laughs> uh, and uh, someone was, someone walked, walk, me and Dio walking by, and someone looks at Dean and goes, cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. <laughs> and Dean's like, no, no, thank you. And he looks at me, he goes, cocaine. Weed. I got weed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, okay, this guy is top seller. I'm going to assume. I'm going to assume this guy's doing well for himself. That's how. That's all. It's called just uh, pharmaceutical profiling. I guess <laughs> you got to know your audience, fam. Bro. I got to be honest. That's a smart choice. Part of me also was like, maybe he just cared for my health, and he was like, I don't think this man can handle. We're not here to offend cocaine. anybody. No. We're just trying to sell the products that the people want. Hey, bro, we got a little bit for everybody. You know what I mean? Hey, if you want what the cocaine? I'm going to sell to you, but I need you to sign this document that if something happens to you, you didn't get it from me. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, you see the the title. You see uh, the thumbnail on YouTube. If, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, we're live on YouTube, 1 p.m. Eastern time, Mondays and Tuesdays. Yes. Um, but uh, MLS just started announcing... Um, who's gonna who's gonna be running the ship? We're finally getting some information, man. We've been sitting here. All we've heard is is a bunch of people got, lost their jobs, but we're able to kind of uh, apply or be an interviewed yeah, for a yeah. lot of these positions. So we're starting to see now some people it's, get. And by the way, Christian and I were both not fired or, <laughs> or considered in, to be hired. So, <laughs> but we appreciate that people cared enough to yeah. uh, reach if out. If you were wondering, <laughs> we weren't even talked to so about we're gonna, any of we're, we're going to go through the people of uh, who got hired by uh, mm-hmm. Apple and MLS uh, or or the people who, who took our jobs. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Which we were not considered for. We were not for. considered for, but they still took something from us. But no, we're uh, happy to see uh, uh, a couple friends uh, get some gigs. Uh, obviously, they brought a lot of people back uh, who were involved in in covering uh, MLS. Uh, just some of the people that that, that uh, you know we've met personally: Marisa Du, uh, Lori Lindsay, Danielle Slayton, uh, Sebastian Latou, Sasha Kleschen, BWP. We I, I think we've met everybody on here except for. Kendra, the uh, yeah, Kendra. I don't think we've met before. Maybe, but yeah, oh, everyone else. Maybe I think she was the Minnesota. She was in Minnesota. So, but I don't think we actually. Like, I don't know if we've ever met her in person. Um, we've probably been in her presence. I would, uh, I, 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 I kind of want to go through stories. I feel like we have stories of everyone that we've met here for the first time. Because I remember the first time we met Sasha Kleschen. He, he was he, a complete jerk to he, us. <laughs> he couldn't have been any less interested in talking to us. Uh, no, but I, not that he was like a mean person. He was no. just like. This was in 2016. And at MLS like, Cup. At MLS Cup. And it's like, who the hell are these guys? Right. At, you shouldn't even be at this damn party. And, and that holds true <laughs> to this day. Uh, BWP was in Atlanta at MLS All-Star. We met at a nightclub. Remember right. that? And, and Where I told him I want to rap battle him. And he said, yeah, when I retired. Never happened, <laughs> BWP. Okay. We got right. bars for you, We're my calling team. you out, dog. Uh, Marcelo Balboa, who we met. I don't remember where we met. It might have been at an MLS Cup or an MLS All-Star. But uh, couldn't have been We met him a couple times, actually. Met him a couple times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, did we talk to him at the Soccer Hall of yes. Fame? Yes. Yep. That's what it was. 
Uh, Marcel Babog, uh, awesome dude, great dude. Sebastian uh, Latou, we met at a beer hall outside of the Philadelphia Union Stadium. Yes. Uh, super cool. Ended up being in our sketch, which no one got. It was very badly edited <laughs> and shot. No, we it was didn't, good. What are you talking about? <laughs> no one understood well what we were with, going for. With, uh, with Fang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, Fang was in it. Um, um, Danielle Slayton, we met her also at the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame. And she's great. She's obviously uh, uh, works uh, with the, the San Jose Earthquakes. Right. Um, Marisa Du is the homie. Lori Lindsay, we've already rap battled. She's great. She, <laughs> okay, won't. she even called out BWP. It's <laughs> you still wild. don't want that smoke. <laughs> also, shouts to BWP for choosing the photo that clearly, I think they just photoshopped his face on his dad's body because <laughs> he's wearing... It's his dad's hat. Yeah, it's his dad's... Uh, his dad is known for wearing this hat. So shouts to the... The news, the newsboy. Yeah, hat. yeah. Shouts to the... It, I'm going to call it now the right the right hat because they, they've earned it. They, I mean, they, these look like uh, outside of the Balboa and Sebastian Latou, they look like... Uh, they, they came in studio. Like Apple said, "Yo, come in yeah, studio, yeah. take the show." Maybe we I'm got an last. infinity background. We need you here. Okay, um, Diego Valeri. We've talked to. We've met before. Great guy. Puts no sugar in his mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the homie Jillian Sakovitz. The absolute homie. We met her. Also a billion Max Bredos. Uh, Max Bredos. Homie. Buano. Um, uh, got on the list. Jake Ziven, Portland Timbers announcer. Yeah, we've had him on the show, right? Uh, yes, we have. Yeah. Uh, also, great dude. Uh, Steve Kanji Man, who yeah. uh, obviously New York Red Bulls announcer for a long time, MSG guy. He has the voice He's, of what you do. What what? Imagine what a, how a black comic from the early two thousands does a white guy's voice, and how everyone does a sports announcer's voice. If you blend that, <laughs> that is Steve Cangelosi's voice. Oh, right. That's strange <laughs> description. I I don't agree. I do not I, agree. I mean, what part of my wrong? It's an iconic voice. No, no, that's what I mean. But it's yeah, like yeah. the voice. Everyone's like, I'm not stubborn, you know. And then you're like, excuse me. Put both of those <laughs> together because he has that like it's he like, has that slightly nasally. Has a higher pitch yes. than probably most. So if you blend those two, it's a 50-50 of exactly that. And by the way, legend. Uh yeah. I can say that now that he's not with the ops. <laughs> no, even with even with the ops. Kenji, nah, Kenji nah, was great. No, nah, that's great. the no doubt version of you talking, bro. We don't we don't fuck with the ops. See? See game, this is what you got to do. <laughs> um so uh good to see uh, this is a, you know the 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 first uh I think round of announcements of who's going to be uh covering MLS. At the very least, I, I don't know if this is going to be English and Spanish announcer. I, I don't know if Diego Valeri will be involved in the Spanish uh, side as well, because we know that will uh, be a part of it uh, as well. Somebody just said, um, as a Rebels fan, I fully signed into Alexis' opinion about Cangelosi's voice, so clearly I'm right. Thank you, Nick Red. But I am La Lucha said, I'm sad we don't get Ian Joy, and I don't be so quick to say that, because you also have Pablo Maurer's tweet of what all of the different things that each of the clubs are going to have to produce for their own channels. Because each right, of them right. are going to get their own channels within this deal. Mm -hmm. Do you have that to pull up by any I chance? I don't have it here, um, but I can look up. Uh, Apollo just tweeted it, so I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, there is a, a, a specific kind of re requirement uh, that Apple is requiring from... Uh, each club has to produce a kind of a... a I don't want to use the term... A wealth of. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna use the term a, a, a girth of, of content. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're gonna have to produce a, a quite a bit of content. <laughs> so uh, th these are the specifics. I mean, I don't know if this is too inside baseball, too business. No, but this is good for, this for, for it's good for fans to know what kind of content is coming. So it looks like from this each team will have their own quote club room, which will just have this constant streaming of like background content. Yeah. 
So like profiles of players, something called the ritual, which is a fan focus piece that lays out club tradition, supporter culture, whatnot. So the club, each club is tasked with producing all of this, a series of two minute long profiles on a dozen of each club's players to run all year. So it's cool. Like you turn it on. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. on demand. Right, right, right. I want to know what. Tell me a little bit more about I, this guy. I want to know what Cucho Hernandez yeah, 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 is up to, yeah. and what's he like. Yeah, tell me more <laughs> about. You know, I'm trying to think of a player that NYCFC still has on the roster. <laughs> uh, tell me more about Tavon Gray. Exactly, know? exactly. Uh, a five episode series on iconic players and coaches. So, it, is the, I wonder if this means on a five episode series on one player, one coach, or just no, 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 five no. episodes. Five episodes. Of- yeah, of, so it's like it's it's just, it's like a mini all or nothing to to some degree. Right. As far as episodic content, this is not something we've we've seen right uh, regularly. A minimum of five classic club moments pieces, which will look back at the club's history at least two minutes long. Uh, a doc also lays out in season content that includes a weekly first team report at least three minutes, basically just training updates, news, match previews, etc. And also, clubs have to deliver every post game press conference for regular season playoffs and leagues cup match. Monthly content includes a community report focused on what each club is uh, doing locally, an academy report, and there's also uh, MLS Pro, uh, MLS Pro Next, Next Pro focused uh, video offering two times a month. Uh, during that league season. So the one thing... Uh, so clubs have to do this. There's some clubs that are very prepared for this. Yeah, yeah. And some yeah. Uh, very much are not. Some, some people are going to be running around with a damn iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> so the interesting thing here, and I've seen a lot of uh, the, the initial uh, responses to these as far as the tweets I've seen is uh, are the, the loudest people I've seen have been Columbus Crew supporters. It feels like that... Um, they they've been sort of clamoring for for content like this for a long time, and they're happy that they're the clubs are going to be forced uh, to do this. My my hope at the very least, and yes, it, it does seem like a bit of uh, of a a tall task um, because you're gonna for a lot of this you're gonna you're gonna need videographers, you're gonna need uh, producers, need production writers. Uh, th- there's a lot uh, involved here. Editors, uh, La- Latino comedians. I mean, there's Latino- like so much <laughs> you need. The, yeah, I mean, look, it's uh, uh, Pablo said it right there. We all saw it. Um, so this is um, my hope is that there's a larger budget for a lot of this stuff, and and there's more jobs and more opportunities for a lot of people. So this is. To me, this is something to be very, very much excited about. Okay, well, now that you said that, I want to read Pablo's last tweet, which is league-wide. I've heard concerns. And again, this is Pablo Pablo Maurer. You can follow him at MLSist, M-L-S-I-S-T. He said, league-wide, I've heard concerns from folks at clubs that this might be a bit too heavy of a load. Uh, whatever the case, one thing is clear. Some clubs, the ones which already deliver great content to fans, are well-equipped for this. Others will have to catch up. We'll have to catch up. Anyways, enjoy. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this. Yeah. Because who, who Pete in the chat? Let us know. Hit us in the chat. <laughs> who you think is gonna be <laughs> dropping the ball here? Yeah, I mean, look, Philippe Philippe uh, Ramos put Austin Club history. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we gonna do five episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you know, uh, you know, maybe include some of yeah. the Save the Crew stuff in there. Yeah, how about the <laughs> slowest motion video you can find of players getting off the bus? <laughs> what a historic moment. <laughs> oh, remember this? <laughs> Yo, the first three war ties, bro. We still talk about this. I mean, there's going to be some clubs that obviously are going to struggle to piece some of this together. Uh, look, a club like LA Galaxy or New England Revolution or who already DC have a United. lot of this content, I think, already made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, some some cl- what club have you 
now that you really think of it, have you not like really seen content from? Um, not not that I have not seen content from. It's it, I would more say the 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 quality of content and the 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 interest and care of telling uh, telling a story about uh, the club and and you know I I would say the I I personally like clubs that have a front facing person. Clubs are brands. They need to yeah. have this. Yeah, they have a front facing person um, kind of deliver the the news about the club. So. Um, Someone whose face immediately you associate with, like, oh, so I'm like be Montreal, uh, uh, CF Montreal has uh, the girl uh, Catherine Paquette, of, uh, I think incredible. She's great. Uh, Claudia Pagan, uh, yes, for yeah. DC United, DC United. Like, front-facing people. Um, yeah. Columbus, I believe Jordan Angeli does uh, that job, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, from time to time, they, I, I don't I, think she does anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying, but this is what I've seen in the past. Right. Um, so that I I prefer that. Um, Back in the day, remember Toronto FC had Rachel Bonetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, way back in the day. I think, I think, and uh, you know, and I, I've said this to people. Uh, NYCFC, we're we're sort of that. It's we're quasi that. Yeah, kind of, kind of that. But the, um, but I think that that should be something that they incorporate more often in in like even in Instagram content, TikTok content. Just have a more a person that a person that you can connect to rather than simply right. Uh, Game footage, or the way David Butler was for four three three, right, right, right. So, so you could see all the other stuff, but so then when a message had to be delivered, here's this guy. Clubs tell stories in in different ways, and I, I even with NYCFC, I think they 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 do a great like documentary style, uh, and and it feels very high budget in the in the way they tell uh, stories of, about uh, games, right? Uh, um, especially those big moments in in like the MLS Cup final and all that stuff. Uh, shout out to you know uh, Tanner who, who was involved in a lot of that I stuff. Mean, think about the great. biggest moments. Us getting rings. I mean, right. Uh, the union also, I think, are uh, spectacular, and they lean into. Uh, they don't really have a front facing person, but it's it's you know as, uh, unless you consider Fang, but Fang is great too. <laughs> Fang, Fang's in but the, even that, Fang's in the, face. I, I, the Philadelphia Union are, I think, one of the top teams when it comes to creating uh, content for their fans. It is, uh, it's funny, it's humorous. The the social team is always. Finding ways to to incorporate a lightheartedness, uh, which I think represents what Philadelphia is, where they're like not always taking themselves too which seriously. Which is a great point because for me, their content more really than any other content, I think finds a connection with their local community, with with that yeah, city yeah. more than any other person's content. I, they they find a way to like get other mascots involved from the local town, you know. Get that whole sports Philly feel into their content really well. They're not just like, yo, we're in Philly. They seem to kind of pull in yeah. the local community. It's great. They they did a a really a, a silly uh, like TikTok and Instagram that made me laugh at where it said it was a an aerial view of of Subaru Park and the text on it was two it was split screen. So it said the the top half said an aerial view of of Subaru Park. And then the bottom of it says a Times New Roman view of of Subaru Park, it and it's aerial. Font. It was just the font. Silly off season. You just you're just having a good time. Nobody's gonna get mad at you for sweeting that out. Can I say <laughs> when I suggest these things, he goes, "Okay, I don't find it funny, but go ahead." 
the union do it, all no, of a sudden it's the funniest. Go for it. I would love it. You could come up with something that clever. I'd be very, very impressed. <laughs> My whole career is that clever, bro. <laughs> uh, see, Andrew Johnson says, some of these teams are going to have uh, to import production talent. Not every market has the film infrastructure that NYC or LA has. I disagree. I think there's there. you'd be shocked at how much production happens outside of those major cities because there's so much that needs to be filmed. Think of like how much local commercials, think about everything else. All those things, absolutely incredible. Shouts to I Am Lucha. I Am La Lucha. Who just gifted us 10 bucks? Hey, thank you so much. That's a, love us. a little super chat. I don't care what you write in there. I'm going to read it out, okay? <laughs> if you give us 10 bucks, bro. <laughs> hey, my brothers, hope you're doing well. Wanted to pick your brains about all the departures from NYCFC. And uh, do you think David Lee uh, and Cushing will deliver us a playoff squad? One love. This is Charlie, by the way. Uh, I hope you know we could all see this, uh, <laughs> right? So it's in the chat for everyone to see. Yes, um, and that's a great con. Let's let's finish converse- conversing about because we we that's on the docket. Yeah. We're gonna, we are going to talk about it. So uh, stick around. Well, don't say it's on the docket. Make them feel good about giving us. Somebody. You know what? We now added it to the docket. <laughs> it's on. But uh, okay. it costs ten dollars <laughs> yeah, to yeah, put yeah. things on the docket. It's on the docket now. <laughs> I was going to take that shit off. Uh, but I uh, look. Some of the chat is saying clubs like Colorado, Houston. Um, San Jose, they don't have a rob- as robust right, right. Uh, social media content. Look, some of these clubs have been kind of sitting back, coasting. You know what I mean? Sure. Collecting that SUM money. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, <laughs> you right. You know? Yeah. Whatever. We got a roster, right? All right, let them figure it out. What, are we going to get relegated? Lights, cigar. Uh, yeah. yeah. Any, <laughs> any, clubs are like any other business, right? You know? Right. So there's, there's some days you really want to go into work and yeah, you really yeah, want to yeah. give it all for your boss. And there's some yeah. days you're like, you know what? I'm going to be on the internet all right, day. Right, right. Oh, they didn't they didn't block Netflix from the firewall? <laughs> wow. Yo, that's on them. Yo, that's <laughs> your fault that I can pull up Candy Crush. You know? Uh, new $10 challenge, figuring out what would be two hours. Outrageous for like the same time. <laughs> Nigret. Thank you, yeah, YouTube for blocking that off. Um, <laughs> no, feel yeah, feel free to challenge, do the challenge. <laughs> Please don't. We'll see. We'll see. Remember, what I remain brand safe. Uh, <laughs> which we call it? New, Eng- New England is going to accidentally post the Tom Brady documentary. <laughs> <laughs> um, they got no playoffs, so they'll have time to find one. Um, which we call it? I, I think when you look at uh, what this. Apple TV Plus deal means for um, for for MLS. I think they're saying like, "Hey, we big boys now, right? Everybody, button up a little bit, right? We ain't just posting stuff willy nilly on YouTube if we want. Now we have to deliver a club room. We have to deliver this content. And I'm assuming clubs knew way earlier than us, right? I don't think this uh, Pablo uh, really. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're not getting this yeah. today, right? So uh, <laughs> I'm sure clubs have been aware of this. To that sense, I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've heard, maybe this stuff, obviously you can't announce it until it's ready, but I haven't heard of a lot of announcements of, you know, friends of ours being hired or anything like that. Right, I think it's still coming out. I mean, th- this was the the the, the first announcements of, of who uh, was going to be uh, working uh, the, these games and who's going to be delivering just the coverage. Uh, but I think this is, there's going to be a lot more announcements. You, there's no way that... Um, I, I don't know exactly what the, the roster is going to be, uh, be, but I imagine it's at least maybe, what, 
80 to 100 people, right? There's so many to matches. To do all this? To do all this. No, no, no. I'm saying to do the, the national coverage, like matches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the club ones. Clubs, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they, that, that's probably going to be going on throughout the season. People are going to be hired to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. do a lot of stuff. I'm just, look, I'm, I'm hoping there's just more opportunities and, and there should be a lot, of, a lot more content creators and producers and people involved in, in just growing the game. And giving a chance to younger creatives that are getting into the game now, you know, right. because I think they will speak to a new audience, which brings us to our next topic. All of this that we've talked about, club room, all of that. For those of you who don't know, I have the information here. <clears throat> um, MLS uh, season pass is going to be available in over 100 countries. Uh, it'll bring every single regular season game, MLS postseason, League's Cup match. All of that will be on there. Every single game will be on there, available on there. Uh, it will also feature an exclusive whip around show, which we talked about game analysis, uh, game replays. Uh, and original programming, which, again, we just talked about. Uh, MLS Season Pass will also broadcast hundreds of MLS Next and MLS Next Pro matches, which, if you don't know, are sort of the B and C levels of MLS. Uh, MLS Season Pass pricing is going to cost $15 a month, $14.99 a month, or $99 if you want to pay for the whole season at once. If you're already an Apple TV Plus subscriber, those prices will drop to $12.99 a month or $79 for the whole season. So that's, at minimum, you're paying $80 bucks a season, at most, you're going to pay whatever $14.99 a month equates to. Uh, if you want to do the math, that's fine. 15 times 12. Um, uh, select MLS and League's Cup matches will be available to Apple TV Plus subscribers at no additional cost. So even if you're not, you're a subscriber to MLS Season Pass, you're going to get some games. And a limited number of games will be available for free on the Apple TV app, which is incredible. Uh, okay. And we also know that some, I think 10% of games will also have to be aired on linear for some reason. Yeah, because well, you still need that publicity. Yeah. Um, Joe Whitlock said, so no local blackouts. That is correct. No local blackouts. No blackouts. And also, you could be anywhere in the world and watch these games. So if you're traveling in Europe for some reason, as long as that country has Apple TV+, Plus, uh, you're able to get it. I, uh, Nick, Nick Red said, we should buy uh, an MLS Plus subscription for Jamal. I love it. Bro. <laughs> you know, Jamal, Jamal's our, our biggest MLS hater yeah. uh, out, out in London. Where is he? Is he busy today? <laughs> Sharpening his hate? <laughs> Um, but I'm, uh, look, I, I think this is a, uh, the, the, I don't know if it's necessarily the future in, uh, in sports broadcasting, but I, I, I think this is it. I think first, this is the first, let's give MLS and Apple TV some credit for, you know, seeing the future. This is the absolute first over the top, uh, football of this scale, mm -hmm. football channel, soccer channel. The fact that there's no local blackouts, there's no three o'clock games like in England that you can't watch none of that kind of stuff. This is breaking apart from local broadcast rules and now saying everyone can have it and it's putting your league essentially for the most part behind a paywall. Yeah, and that's and that's the I think the concern for a lot of people, um the fact that it is behind that paywall. So now for you. that barrier of entry for people, nobody's going to stumble across an MLS match unless you're an Apple TV subscriber, Apple TV Plus subscriber, or have the Apple TV app and happen to be flipping channels. Yeah. So let's talk about diehards, right? If you're in our chat, odds are you're probably a diehard. You and I were mm -hmm. diehards. Is this worth it for us? Even if we didn't if we didn't have to watch these games anyway just to talk about them. But if we were just the guys we were in 2015, signed up for a league, got the season passes, if you were still that guy, would you sign up for this? Um, if, if, if we're talking 2015, me, meaning you don't have a podcast about, something. no, 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 I know. And, but I, did I watch MLS as much as I did in 2015? You bought season tickets for more than this. 
Um, so then, the, the, yes, the answer is yes. Because there's, if I let's say I want to watch NYCFC, this would be really the only. This would be the only way I can watch right. them. So, uh, yes, I, and just to, if it's simply just to watch my team, I think it's worth it. I mean, ideally, uh, I, what I would have loved is the the Apple TV is what five dollars a month. If if it if MLS was included in that five dollars a month and I'm not paying more for well, it, yeah, that would be ideal. And that, and I, but I think a lot of people they will, also paid billions for this, and, so it's hard for them to be like, well, just put it. No, in the I get I get that financially, but but ESPN Plus was you know initially started at five dollars uh, a month, and you got more leagues than simply MLS. I know right. with this you're getting also a lot a lot of content about MLS as well. So, but again, it's still targeting diehard fans and not really the casual fan i i think the idea is 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 you know it'll it'll turn casual fans into more um more dedicated fans of 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 their mls team or just mls in general but it's i think we've seen how difficult it is to take somebody who's not paying anything and getting the content not necessarily for free because they're obviously paying for cable or whatever but paying for that to like all right pay for this exclusively but we're going to give you a lot of it it's not easy. So I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think it's going to work because MLS now uh, being involved with Apple. I think the biggest deal here is that it's going to be in, in so many other countries. And it'll. But, but then that's that there's there's a couple of questions I have before I get to that. But uh, you and I are diehards. To me, it's worth it. You know, uh, I am La Lucha. Give us another ten dollars. <laughs> Unbelievably crazy. kind. Thank you. so uh, much. Thank you for finding the stolen credit card. I am La Lucha. <laughs> said the Saturday night schedule is hard for me. And I'm considering having to give up my season tickets. Lots of brown folks who work Saturday nights. I think this is a... Oh, this is Charlie, who was, who was here for the watch-along. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of brown folks who work at Saturday nights. Uh, you think this is a feeling across MLS fans. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, Charlie is one of like the top bartenders in the city, by the way. Okay. Uh, he helped do the, uh, the, bartend, uh, the bar program for a couple of big bars here and, and restaurant groups. But... Um, yeah, I mean, something for this was another thing we talked about. All games are moving to Wednesday and, and Saturday nights, yeah. which make things very, very difficult uh, for a lot of people, us included. We work at night, we're comedians. Mm-hmm. So this makes, uh, there's additional considerations that have to go into uh, are we able to watch the match or am I going to have to walk, wake up the next morning, try to avoid all news, wake up the next morning and watch the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot that goes on there. And again, thank you once again, uh, I am La Lucha. But uh, I think for those of us who are diehards, if you're here, you're probably saying like, is this worth it? I don't know, but it's a price I'm willing to pay because this is the thing I love. And then there's that other group behind us who are like, I like this. I like this a lot. And I'm considering paying for it. And I maybe I already have Apple TV Plus, so what's the deal? It's 80 bucks a month, 80 bucks a year. It's not that big of an ask, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we're fine there. And I think you will turn a, I don't want to use the term casual, but maybe more of an acquaintance into a best friend. You know what I mean? Sure. Via this. My problem is you ain't going to meet no new people. Um, or it's going to be very difficult. It's hard to say. I, you know, Think A lot it. of people already have Apple TV. This is going to be advertised to them quite a bit. Look, Apple TV, and maybe you, maybe we can find Harry. Where is he? You know, <laughs> Apple TV subscriber count. Let's see if that actually has it. Um, 25 million. It's quite a, it's, it's quite a lot. No, nah, it's not the the high. Yeah, it's That's, good. It's an insane number. It's a yeah, lot yeah. of people. Uh, people who have access to it via promotions are fifty million. So I don't know if you know if you buy an Apple product, you get it for a year. Right, right, right. Um, fifty million is a big pool to pick from. But how many people are just going to stumble? 
You know what I mean? How many people are just going to happen? Right. That's what I mean. I, I made that exact point. I, I, I don't. I, th- no, that, no, but I want to I want to talk about that. I don't think there's um, uh, my guess is not many people. Why are people saying am I having an allergic reaction? I have no idea. Uh, oh, is it because I'm red? I scratched. <laughs> I have very sensitive skin. Um, uh, look, I, I don't think the, the, that's that's the risk you take. Right. And and I guess, look. The, the the concern, as soon as you put it behind the paywall, you're going to limit how many people are potentially going to find your product. Now, the, the bet I'm betting or the, the thing I'm imagining is uh, Apple and MLS think, no, we can work this out where this is advantageous for all of us and right. we can get enough people on board. If it's going to be the future of how sports are broadcasted, then maybe they're, they're on the, the, the forefront of something huge where now... People can can become um, deeply involved in this niche that is MLS, and and that's the other thing too. We didn't even talk about it. it's going to be in other countries when they don't have any football happening. It's sure, be a summertime league. So look, there's pros and cons, but I think the the thing we mentioned this content plan from uh, that, that Pablo mentioned is it, it's all about marketing, right? They're, they're leaning towards we're going to market this league better than any other league. And, and we're going to tr- try to be more global. There will be less barriers from country to country. So there's a good chance that uh, uh, people watching an MLS playoff game in the U.S. are also watching it uh, in England or, or in, in, in uh, uh, South Africa or whatever. Um, and that isn't necessarily easy when it comes to... Leagues that are not Premier League, La Liga, and or like that. or is it just the league that's better than the league they have there? You know uh, that too. Maybe you'd be like, well, this seems like a better standard than what I'm playing with. Actually, there's a guy named uh, Rapids Bray who uh, quote tweeted our tweet and said, uh, "My only issue is there's not a sub to one team for like three ninety nine. That's a great idea. Yeah, As I'm sure MLS and, and Apple will never do it because they want you to get the whole season pass mm-hmm. for the whole league." That's actually not a bad idea. Be like, hey, man, I'm only a fan of, I guess, this guy, Rapids Bray. I'm assuming he's a Colorado Rapids fan. He would love to just watch Colorado, Colorado Rapids games yeah, for four four bucks a month. Yeah. So, uh, you know, 12, what, twelve ninety nine if you have Apple TV or fourteen ninety nine if you don't have Apple TV. It's it's not cheap. It's kind of, ex- it's, I mean, it's not, not expensive. It's not expensive, but it's. And truthfully, you know what should happen is, like, when you get a T-Mobile phone, they give you free Netflix. There's probably going to be subscribe. There's subscriber deals with stuff. Yeah. Maybe this shows up on an Amex thing. You know, where it's like one of the deals you get. You get a season pass. You join the Cool Against Patreon. We will support you for yeah, yeah, yeah. your Apple subscription. We'll get I am La Lucha <laughs> to send you <laughs> ten bucks. Good subscriber deal. Yeah, Jason yeah. Breña said, "Let's be honest. MLS over the air numbers have been horrible and not growing. Uh, bowling was doing better numbers on ESPN." That's, I mean, it is what it is. Mike Thomas said the idea would be to use geolocation to put all of your local team games in front of the paywall. Me. Huh. So that means if, well, then why would you pay if you live in that market? Um, well, Meaning you, like if you happen to be in New York, you get to watch the New York games for free. In front of the paywall, not behind it. Right, right. Um, so meaning that that will allow, but then everyone gets to see the games in the local market. So why would any fan ever pay? Yeah. I mean, you still, you still have to pay for Apple TV, which is the $5 a month. No, no, no. He's saying put it in front of the paywall. 
put it in front of the uh, meaning for if, so for free is yeah. that what you're suggesting so every I mean, market every local market gets but you can't use apple can you use apple tv and not pay no no you can't you have, so even open the app right you have to sign in and you yeah. have to pay to only if you you can use in apple tv like the actual product right you right. can't use apple tv plus for free got it got it okay uh, all right. So look, everybody's yeah, look, I think for the for the people that probably listen to if you're listening to a soccer podcast, you're you're probably getting MLS plus. I, I mean, be, I feel like it, it probably makes the most sense because otherwise, how the hell are you going to see the games? Can I tell you can I tell you what I think would have been the right move, but it would have been a little too ballsy. And I think it would have taken a lot of money to do. And MLS probably didn't want to foot that bill. Also, it's hard to walk away from Apple and billions. Yes. But here's what I think I would have done. A long time ago, um, a new politician in um, in Argentina took over, and he said that, oh, you shouldn't have to pay to watch football. It's too important to our society. So they created a website called Football Para Todos, Football for Everybody. Um, and you could watch all Argentinian league games for free on YouTube. I started watching a ton of Argentinian league games. It was fun. It was dope. It was the same production value as what they have in Argentina. It wasn't like, you know, uh, we'll put a camera up. It was the same. Yeah. It was like watching a produced uh, sports event. It was absolutely incredible. I started watching, you know, uh, clubs like Central Rosario and how they played, Racing and how they played. I got to see San Lorenzo, all the fans going crazy, singing. I got to see all this. It was completely free. And I'm assuming people all over the world were watching it. You would see hundreds of thousands of people watching this stuff. Right. Way more than probably are watching in Argentina. Would that not have been the smart move? Just... Give it all away for free? Give it all for free on YouTube. But now you have this insanely large YouTube channel, right? If you're MLS, you can do all those little breakaway channels for each of the local clubs. Mm -hmm. You still ask them to do all the same content. But now each of you will just have millions and millions and millions of views. And these things are just constantly being recommended to more and more people. Think about it. Everyone in the world who has a smartphone has YouTube. Yeah, I mean, that the hope is that they'll uh, that they will watch, but... I mean, that doesn't necessarily who's going to leave that much money on the table if you're getting an offer for. But you're getting it on the back end. So it's a it's a it's a long it's a long con. A, it's not a con at all. I mean, they have a product that somebody's willing to pay for. So you take the money. I mean, I, I, I get that. But I'm saying, would that not have been a smarter move for the future n- to to leave that much money on the table? No. Would MLS now just be this monolith you, on YouTube? You have to. Somebody has to pay the light bill, bro. You act, <laughs> you act like they ain't got the money for that. You act like they can't they go. Don't. MLS can go and get Who's billions it? in loans if they want. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, this is the, I'm not having this financial conversation. That's too much money. That's it would be you wouldn't you would never say no to the offer that Apple made to MLS. Of course not. But I'm talking about. Do you not think it would have been a smarter play? I don't think so. No, that's not the smarter play. Mm, I disagree. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Well, you want to be like you want MLS to be like a, a hip YouTuber and no. just <laughs> yeah. hey, like and subscribe. Yeah, yeah Mr. Beast. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's it. There's like there's not there's not that's why there's not 15 Mr. Beasts, right? He's he dedicated his life to being the YouTube guy. Yes, I get that, that there's not 50 Mr. Beasts. And but, they're not, and they're, there's like, there's like 38 Jake Pauls. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's like 55 True Geordies. But and unfortunately, there's those more people, than one than hate. Are those people is. going to watch MLS to the degree required to 
really make uh, make money off of it. There's no other league that's broadcast on YouTube that I know of. There's no other league that would be broadcast on YouTube at the quality and the level that they would have. Mm-hmm. That they would have. So I think you sort of game this massive algorithm, the number two search engine. I think now it's number three behind TikTok, actually. But number two search engine in the world now has all of your stuff right in front. And of course, YouTube's going to be like, hey, uh, we kind of want to meet with you because you seem to be huge. <laughs> and you're going to be getting a lot more access than most. I don't know. No. Well, that's why Apple goes in, 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 that, in that negotiation and be like, no, don't go somewhere else. We have a, we, we're going to deliver uh, uh, the product better than somebody else. And that's why. And we're going to give you this kind of money for it and stuff like that. So, uh, no, it's uh, way too much money. And there's, there's, all, there's a little bit of, of people not taking the, a brand seriously because there's a cachet on that comes. Yeah, yeah, there's a cachet like that. that comes so with. So, a, a sports league. But being that's also changing. Exclusively on YouTube. But it, it's. It's changing, but the, the 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 association with being on YouTube is it's is slightly like an insult, right? It is changing, but if Apple comes along and says, "Don't put it on YouTube," we'll give you two hundred fifty million dollars a year. Or like, you know what? Sorry, uploaded already. I feel like we <laughs> might be a little bit bigger than just being on YouTube and and you know, dude wipes ads right. in between. Uh, Nothing's uh, wrong with dude wipes. Nothing wrong with dude. I'm just saying. Uh, Jesus, pick something <laughs> we don't do. Blue Apron. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not it's not to knock, but there's a it's a different uh, audience. Okay, look, uh, Felipe Ramos said MLS would grow in Latin America if it was free. All those incha, all those inchas uh, who can't afford enough uh, would watch uh, since the the time zone works out. It's wishful thinking. It's a, is it? It is, bro. It, I'm it's a not, case in point of it's not the, it's the not, Argentinian league did it for their own people, and I'm watching. And and are you uh, watching games? Throwing your hands up at the screen. I was, no. I was at that time. The 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 way you grow that passion for a league or a club is locally. What are you gonna do with with you if you don't get Bro. Manchester United fans going nuts for a goal in the stadium week in and week out? Nobody outside the world is okay. gonna care. See, you think linear. I need you to think reverse. Okay, YouTube is doing it in reverse. YouTube will bring you fan base. You start to go viral. You get tons of views. Hold on. Now, every time somebody opens up their phone, your TikToks are getting recommended. Your thing is that because now you have complete reach. Now you have, you've gamed the algorithm. You now are ever, hold on. You think those people aren't going to, old TikTok kids aren't going to be like, oh, I should go watch. This is my you local ga- thing. You game the algorithm. Yeah. You, right. But you don't think the, 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 the social media companies gatekeep all the time. They limit how, what people's reach is. They say like, hey, you think you're going to do that to a league they, that is willingly putting it for free. A hundred percent. They'll say like, can hey, you look, explain to me why? Hey, look, um, you seem to be getting a lot of views here. I think it might be good to work in a partnership or give us um, money to advertise and boost your uh, content a little bit more. OK, we're not talking think, about Instagram TV here, uh, bro. I'm we're just not saying, talking about real. You're at the mercy of yeah. these social media Watch companies. Watch the next Hudson Derby, uh, Hudson River <laughs> Derby on reels. You're, you're not watching the Argentinian League now no you because saw a couple matches it's hard to find i didn't see a it's couple matches i really got into it <laughs> it's not that hard to find it's on uh, uh they, they air the game on like uh, uh fs1 or fs2 Goal has it sometimes a couple games being yeah. sports tyc if not you have impossible. access to that channel you could do you could watch the games you really want to watch Bro. the game why it have to be on youtube bro, Bro. It, it's a quality it's a product worth paying for somebody's gonna pay for it so that's that's the question that i have is would they not have stood a better long-term shot had they not put it behind a paywall. 
Uh, and Ice Cobra said, as someone who works in advertising, Christian is correct. Okay. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. He works in advertising. <laughs> of course he's going to say you're correct. Old media over here. <laughs> Old media. Yeah. Uh, Next can- Cobra was like, would you like to advertise in a magazine? Uh, there's still two of them left. Justin Freeber said, Argentinian League is on Paramount Plus. Alexis, get on board, bro. I'm saying. Go support. Uh, Central Rosario. <laughs> support your team, or what is bro. It? What is it? Justicia River Plate. Defense? River Plate. <laughs> Newell's Old Boys. Yeah. Go support them. Argentina, right. uh, the algorithm. <laughs> nah, dude, what, what, the things that sell MLS are Gareth Bale scoring that goal and now MLS Cup Finals. Zlatan Ibrahimovic getting his first goal against Imagine, LAFC. Imagine, hold on. Those moments Imagine are like, that was Yo, on what, YouTube. What's going on over Imagine there? Imagine that was on YouTube and people could use those clips willingly, reaction videos, all those things. Bro, it would be huge. Okay. Why are we acting like well, they, that they, isn't a big deal? They do Let that us know already. what you think. <laughs> Nick Red said Alexis is calling for turning over MLS broadcast to Elon Musk. <laughs> Bro, this is, it's wild. It's wild. People need to pay their rent. And Alexis is like, let's, uh, you know, let's uh, get some, uh, throw me some Twitch bucks. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even a thing. As someone who likes free stuff, Alexis is correct. I am a lucha, see? We're all figuring out where we sit. Let us know what you think. Yeah. uh, Look, I I didn't think this uh, conversation would lead to a A 15-minute debate (laughs) about this. uh, About just Alexis's poor (laughs) economic policies. Poor future. (laughs) Too advanced for Christian, I believe is the word you were looking for. Exactly. Okay. I I do want to talk a little bit about uh, MLS free agency. Because uh, NYCFC right now has what a third of its uh, roster. So this, is, yeah, we gotta uh, at least uh, address um, some. Uh, I mean, Sean Johnson is. Who would you say are the two most important players on NYCFC? Would you say it's uh, Alex Collins and Sean Johnson, <laughs> Maxi Morales? Yeah, yeah Maxi Morales also gone. <laughs> yeah, gone. so but NYC- at least he retired. NYC, right? Or did he go? No, he went back to uh, racing in your your favorite no, Argentinian team. I thought team. he went to uh, Vélez Sarsfield. No, no, he yeah, went to Racing. Racing is his um is his childhood club, and he said that he wanted his kids to see him play uh, for his childhood club at least once. So that's why he went over there. That's beautiful. Um, so it is beautiful. I mean, I'm his not kid, gonna forgive him, but no, his kids will be like, "Yo, this, yo, this dusty, bro. Ain't no chopped oh, cheese around here." Maxi, fam. Uh, absolute legend, and uh, you know, always uh, have uh, incredible memories. You know, celebrating MLS Cup. Uh, we got to hang with out with them. him. It was with the MLS Cup was him crazy. and his family. His kids are adorable. Low key, MLS Cup might be taller than him, but it was cool. <laughs> but Sean Johnson is. Uh, so I, I want to. We'll, we'll and people in the chat, please, uh, uh, please contribute. Uh, anybody. Uh, any free agents, maybe on your team or on other teams that you would like, maybe even like to see on your team, or people that uh, you're you're concerned that they might leave. Obviously, Chris Jarrett already put a bear, who obviously went to uh, Seattle. Yes, uh, I don't think we're gonna miss him as much though. Oft injured, great score. Hey, I'm look before he got injured, he was huge. He was yeah. If if it wasn't for Tati, in moments, Tati Castellanos becoming uh, you know who he became, and it was just uh, I I think unexpected for I think fans and even. Uh, I'll never forget the, the back that. heel nutmeg in the Hudson River Derby from a, a bear. Yeah, 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 that was incredible. That was great. Um, but Sean Johnson is a free agent, uh, obviously goalkeeper for NYCFC. He is. Uh, there, there were there was a, a, a photo of him in in Toronto at a Raptors game, and and fans, NYCFC fans, were like, "Oh, that's it. He's done. He's gone." Uh, but look, you know, Toronto FC is probably rolling out the red carpet, bro. If he it, meets Drake, it's over. <laughs> I will say that. Um, but this, I look, I'll, I'll say this, uh, I, you know, obviously we're cool with Sean Johnson, uh, and I think he should do what is best for, uh, 
him and his family. Chase uh, that bag. I just it, hope that bag is here. I just hope. I mean, I don't know what the situation, the, the the money situation is. Well, this is free agency. I mean, this is what the benefit of free agency is for these players. Mm-hmm. Is in the few in the past he wouldn't have had this opportunity, uh, but now he does. That other clubs can look at him and say, you know what? I think you're worth more than just what the standard pay raise is, yeah. or constantly arguing for renegotiating your contract. Now you get to have other clubs that say, like, we want to invite you in and we want to entice you to come here with a lot more money. So, yeah, this is good and, for the player. And in, in MLS overall, I mean, goal, the there's going to be, a, I think, a few goalkeeping changes, right? Because um, uh, Alex uh, Bono, Bono, mm-hmm. Bono uh, left Toronto. Obviously, he's at D.C. United right. now. Uh, Bill Hamid it did not get re-signed with DC United, so he's going to end up uh, somewhere else. Right. Um, still, still got a lot of career left. Yeah, Sean Johnson. It, I, it would be a, I think it would it would be a big loss, but I there's he already won MLS Cup. I think I'm, I think because MLS is one of those clubs that changeover turnover in a, in a roster has to happen a lot. Mm-hmm. To some degree, I'm like not. Afraid that this is going to happen. I would love to I'm, have him. I'm terrified. I would love to keep him, but I, I think scared. like I, yo, I kind of want him to get his bag. Though. Yeah, I do. I I want that too. Um, but look, I, I, I'm going to speak as a fan. As a fan, I'm, I'm like, bro, don't leave. This is. I I think this is a be- NYCFC is a better project than t- Toronto. Um, and and Toronto is gearing up, though. but but he is older. He's I think he's 33, 34. That's not that old for not, a keeper. Not not that old, but it's it, this is this might be his last big contract. Absolutely. And so, also, I mean, Insigne was a Bernadeschi. Uh, you've got um, who else is up there? Uh, they just got. Uh, obviously, uh, Bob Bradley. Yeah, uh, you've got they uh, resigned uh, Osorio. Osorio. Uh, I mean, not a bad team, but they were they were very bad last year. Yeah, um, but I think this is the renewal of the project, and I think part of that is having a keeper that can play out the back. Uh, sure, and he's one of the better ones. Um, so, but I but I do think for NYCFC, uh, Luis uh, Barraza is I, I I think a good keeper, and I think he can I, step, I think he can step into the role. And That's I think why I said what I said. Yeah, because yeah. I know our backup is good. Um, so, uh, but still. I would want Sean to stay, but I, again, I do understand. Now, Alex Collins, um, this is you need to fight tooth and nail to keep this. Man. This because <laughs> all reports are saying now that he uh, has. I, I'm not gonna say rejected an offer from NYCFC, but he's clearly hearing out other offers. Right, and uh, so I was report Atlanta United was one of them. Um, was it Galaxy? No, I forgot what team. Isn't he also getting looked at by clubs in Mexico? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So he has options, and he is a, a, a goal, a, a defender um, who nearly got his country into the World Cup. Um, not only is he a great defender, I think he is the best defender, the best center back in MLS. That's fair. I mean, look, uh, um, uh, who won uh, Defender of the Year um, from Philadelphia Union? Oh, uh, Glesnes. Glesnes won it. And I, I, I think Glesnes had a better year that one year, but over. The course of Alex Collins' career, we've seen him become just an unstoppable force at center back. Yes, he's been great. Or a stoppable force because he stops people. I don't know how to say that word. He, uh, I think his, uh, the fact that he's such a good defender and also scores a fair amount of goals. He, I think he got like three or four goals and, and uh, maybe one assist or something uh, last season. And he missed, a, you know, he had an injury and he missed like a, a bunch of games. But clearly a very important player, and I think any team would want to have him. NYCFC, do everything you can. Keep you have this to. Mad. You got to keep No, you have to. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and, and, I'm, and it, might we're be, not, it might be like make him a DP type of thing. I don't know 
uh, and the DP situation might be interesting as well with NYCFC because um, uh, Tiago Martins is obviously uh, one of the DPs. Right. Ma- Maxi was the other. Maxi was the other, and also what's uh, what's the dude's name that went to Saudi Arabia? Mitritza. Mitritza. He's, he's off, off the books. Bu- I think he's off the books. Yeah, well, he wasn't last year. He is this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, th- yeah. So it's going to be an interesting. Uh, do you take that money to go out and sign DP a DP level player? Right. Or do you keep your they, best center back? They, with that? I know they signed uh, Metia. Something is it? Malte Amundsen also a DP? No, he's not. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah. So uh, look, we're we're uh, you know uh, waiting to see what the news is going to be with uh, with what NYCFC is going to do. It does but clearly we're in rebuild mode. It does feel like, it do, but it didn't really need to be a rebuild mode, right? I mean, look, I you got to the 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 Eastern Conference final, and here's why I'll disagree with you. If you make it to MLS Cup, we're in MLS. You have to have turnover. Trying to hold on to this core and hoping they can do it again. Is a is what stops other teams from succeeding. You sure. have to be able to cut this down and take the lessons you learned from that run and repeat it. Okay, and I, I mean, think look, Nick Cushing all, is yeah. good enough to get that done. Um, uh, Cacha Acevedo, Nicolas Acevedo, um, also uh, went to uh, a Brazilian club, ba- Bahia, Bahia, something like that. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna miss him. So, but and I think you know. Was he the one of the best midfielders? No, but he was a, a very very good backup. And when there were injuries, I, I think he really really stepped up and showed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Santi uh, Rodriguez mm-hmm. uh, is officially gone. I just saw a photo of him back at, at Montevideo. Right. Uh, is he going back to Nacional? He, Montevideo, that's where he is. Oh, he's at Montevideo Torque. Torque, yeah. Oh, okay. So he. Uh, this is a big change. NYCFC, which uh, is weird because you would assume NYCFC is higher on that city. Ladder. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he wants to maybe wants to change the scenery or something. I don't know. Uh, okay. But it's a yeah. It's looking like NYCFC as of right now. I don't even think they have enough players, bro. Right? That's like, not a. We ain't got a lot of time, bro. <laughs> Season starts in yeah. pretty. It's pretty How many soon. Picks they got in the draft. I've never asked that question before. Uh, so look, they they, they do have a, a, a great um, academy. The the kid um, Ma, uh, Maximo. Uh, Carrizo, what's his name? The, he's like the 14 year old. That, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks incredible. Who is, um, I did see he is, he got a call up to the Argentinian youth, like 14, like a youth thing. So right. now he has like kind of the choice. Uh, oh, pick. But if we have a 14 year old that's getting called up by Argentina, that's that's a good sign. It's a World Cup winner. <laughs> okay, he this kid, he's fourteen. He won a World Cup. He won a World Cup already. <laughs> I think we're doing all right. So um, also, uh, Nick Red said, "Quit your crying." NYCFC just won uh, MLS Cup. Uh, New York Red Bull has gotten rid of their captain uh, five years in a row <laughs> yeah, and so going for six. Oh, because Aaron Long, uh, yeah, he signed the uh, LAFC. Announced him. Uh, he's another player who had a lot of options. I thought he was going to go to Europe. Uh, but he it said, seems odd to me that he didn't make that choice because he had the the availability. But I think he's at the point of his career where he's like to try to earn that now at what thirty two. I don't know how old Aaron Long is. I got to confirm. Uh, but he did say that he the I guess he, he's from California, so mm-hmm. he said that the chance thirty to, years old, the chance to play in front of his family was probably too, he right. Said, your family it, fly him out to Europe. He said it was too good to pass up, and it is what it is. I'm sure he's getting uh, you know paid a fair amount as mm-hmm. well. He's obviously a, a great player and was with uh, w- was with the Red Bulls. Um, but the 
the uh, Red. I, look, I think this is going to be a very defining year for the New York Rebels because they it, it's the you know NYCFC announcing a stadium, uh, you know losing in the playoffs the way they did in uh, you know last season. It, it, it's look, I don't know how much fans are fed up, but it's it's getting to the point that fe- Rebel fans are so fed up that they're tired of complaining. And then also, when at that point, they're kind of indifferent now. Yeah, it's it's a little bit even from when you know when we we really started playing to pay attention to MLS when NYCFC got in the league, it's dissipated the 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 vitriol, the fervor. Yeah, I, you need to be more angry and toxic. They to, don't care about us. They're <laughs> mad at their own front <laughs> office. If you did another one of those town halls, <laughs> I mean, think about the hype when they beat us 7-0, right? Yeah. Think about how those fans just felt like they were on top of the world. They had just won uh, Supporter Shield. You know, they're, to them, they're, oh, they were worried that this big, you know, you know uh, club is going to come in and start buying a lot of players. We had some big-name players, but they were able to turn it around and beat us at every time, right? Mm-hmm. We couldn't win a game against them. Uh, and now those tides have completely turned. Totally. Completely turned. Yeah. And their fans are, like, dejected. <laughs> a lot of them have, like, stopped supporting... Red Bull altogether, which if we're just looking at this as MLS fans, it's like, yeah, it's fun to beat you guys, right? You know, we're NYCFC fans. It's fun to win the Derby. But, bro, you got to be a club. <laughs> you can't just be an empty stadium in in uh, Harrison. Yeah, it's it's even like, you know, I, I think of the like Liverpool-Everton rivalry uh, within Liverpool, and there's a... Mike Red wants to correct you, though. He said they're not tired of complaining. They're excellent at complaining. <laughs> I got a degree yeah, in complaining. Yeah, yeah. If anything, I've only started to hit my peak as a complainer. Maybe my timeline is just not. Yeah. It's not. I'm not crossing paths. I, I don't see it as as much as I used to. Um, but the um, oh, what was what point was I going to make uh, before you interrupted? What I were for- you talking about? I forgot because yeah. you interrupted exactly. So what did I? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, a couple other uh, rumors I've uh, heard. Um, I saw this being tweeted out a little bit. Um, uh, Juan Fernando Quintero uh, of, of the uh, Colombian national team. He was yeah. playing uh, playing at, um, where was he playing? At River Plate? I think it was the last uh, team he was playing. I would know. I'm a massive fan. Man, yeah, if only they know? would have taken that <laughs> damn website down. But uh, great, uh, great play. You remember um, his goal in the World Cup, um, the the one that he hit under the wall and the uh, and the oh, post. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah, 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 he's yeah, had yeah. a couple really, really great moments. Yeah, that was in, in, in 2014. Um, so uh, I think he, I, he had an injury that left him out for a while, but he's like a guy who's kind of like what is his real potential nobody really knows right. um but but definitely seen uh and very well respected from uh from uh, colombian fans so uh, i think columbus columbus crew getting a player like this would be huge but they they are the the rumored club to uh possibly be able to get him uh joseph martinez uh, robin Seguini, i saw this in the chat she mentioned this joseph martinez is uh rumored to have a lot of interest uh, from Inter Miami, and it looks like uh, Atlanta United might be done uh, with the the Joseph Martinez project. Which I thought he said he wanted to retire in Atlanta. This is, this is that doesn't mean he can't. He's, but he has all, he owns a home there. Uh, <laughs> but, but it seems like they don't want him. And I forgot who said it in the chat, but um, I want to say it's Justin Freeberg. He said you got you can't uh, holding on to players or getting too emotional about players. 
uh, can lead to downfall, essentially. I'm paraphrasing because yeah, I can't yeah. find it. But he said you got to be uh, cutthroat and cold. And to some degree, I think this is the right choice by Atlanta. Obviously, the fans are going to be upset that I said that. The fans want him to stay. But there's only so long that someone of his ilk uh, will remain at that level. And the fact that he had the issues that he had last season, flipping the table, all these other things. The rice all over right? the ground. So whatever hard that, to come back from yeah, arroz yeah. con pollo all over the ground. I'll be honest. <laughs> my mom ain't letting you back in the house. You know what I mean? But, but if we're really going to talk about it, whatever happened around that situation seems to have been bad enough where Felipe Cardenas even said that if he were to come back to training, he would be training by himself. They don't even want him in full training. Yeah. Um, that's but how much it, he's not a part difficult, of their plans. It's difficult to think of Joseph Martinez as this toxic figure because he's just been so beloved by uh, by the club and, and seemingly by his teammates. But it's just, I think the, the, the you know, once... Uh, Tata Martino left, and then and De Boer, and then uh, um, and then Pineda. It's just it's, it just hasn't worked out, and yeah. and I think maybe they feel like it's he's too much of a a, a big figure. Um, you do have to, you know, you gotta cut the snake at the head. You know what I mean, if, bro? If but why was Tata able to manage it? Because he was the name. Okay, and he's the reason they won, and he's the reason these people came. You heard uh, uh, Miguel Amiron said, "All I know is I got a call from my agent. Said there was this team called Atalanta. He didn't even know it was right, right. <laughs> He said they wanted me to play. He goes, I didn't even know where it was. I didn't know what country it was. All I heard was Tata Martino wanted me to be there, and yeah. I went. The, you are the guy. You're the leader okay. right now. Joseph Martinez is essentially the de facto leader. He is the big name on that team." Yeah, uh, Rob, and you cannot have that. Robin says, uh, <laughs> Justin first, Justin said, no arroz, no party. I mean, yeah. This is great. Uh, Robin <laughs> said, Jesus fucking Christ, can we stop talking about the arroz and pollo? <laughs> I promise you on this show, we will never stop talking about arroz and pollo. Uh, uh, Robin also said, Joseph has been in zero pictures slash videos from the club so far. Yeah, they, yeah, I, they did return to training. I did see Miles Robinson uh, uh, came back, so uh, that's uh, Bro, great to see. A, here's a big question. Go for it. If you have to... Fill your channel, your club room up with player profiles and big moments in history. Do you avoid having stuff with Joseph Martinez? I mean, I think this is you're going to have, you know, worst of blurry player scoring. <laughs> <on your hole. laughs> Workplace issues. But no, no, you be as professional as possible. You got to do what you got to do. I, I, I don't think anything that's happened with Joseph has crossed the line of anything being like personal. Uh, I think. Uh, wait, don't say that because we don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I haven't seen anything. I, yeah. No one's reported anything that he's like a complete asshole and, does, and no. has been disrespectful to anybody. I think he wants to win and he wants the team to play a certain way. And when the team struggles, he voices it and may, maybe makes it uh, too much of a distraction or it's a little problematic uh, for, for the team. So, look, I, I get it. It's, uh, you know, uh, again, because of this mural, you don't see many murals of MLS players, that, especially guys that like – I had just arrived in Atlanta. He had only been there a, a two years or whatever before, uh, uh, you know, all this artwork and murals are, are being painted of him. You know, shout out to uh, uh, Anibal, the homie, uh, mm -hmm. MLS Twerks. I Latin Heat previously. <laughs> Latin Heat. But he um, uh, sent, uh, he made a shirt uh, that says, uh, Joseph Martinez changed Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and 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 there was a picture of uh, Joseph wearing the shirt uh, yeah. as well. And we know uh, our homie, uh, what's his name, Sheska, uh, Brandon, who, Brandon, who gave uh, gave him the flag and he put it on his yeah boat. yeah. No, so he's he's very much ingratiated himself with not anymore. The Atlanta now you're community. Have to go to a Miami. So if you look, that. and I think this is why a lot of fans, unless Atlanta United really turns things around, people are going to side with Joseph over the team. So 
okay, we got rid of Tati in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. We got rid of a bear. Should should NYCFC go after Joseph Martinez? Somebody said suggested this as well. I saw this. Um, I wouldn't be mad at it. I'd love it. I love it. I I, I think he would love playing on that tiny pitch too. <laughs> I think it, it's a. Look, I, do I know if he would fit in well? I, I don't exactly know. It's a bunch of Latinos on this team. <laughs> Is that all it takes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Alexis is like, you, y'all, you speak Spanish? You speak Spanish? <laughs> all right, y'all besties now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit y'all together. Look, I, while y'all were watching, I handcuffed both of y'all arms together. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Kirby D said uh, he is Atlanta. It would be more of a problem if he was not seen. I mean, like, not a part of it. Justin Freeman said if Alexis left the Cooligans, he'd be flipping over a table with pizza and cold. Bro, that's how we know it'd be serious. <laughs> I know uh, Philadelphia Union did re-sign uh, Daniel Gazdag, uh, so that was a, a, a good sign. Um, the uh, any anything else that, that stood out? Oh yeah, well, uh, a couple more rumors. Um, Joseph would become the third coolie. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is from Jason Lee, uh, uh, and he says Minnesota United have made a five million dollar plus sell-ons offer to John Book. Uh, which was a, a team in Korea, mm-hmm. who uh, were, a really good team, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they won the championship a bunch. Of, and then um, my friend Amori, I, right. if you remember from years ago, uh, we had gotten uh, scarves and uh, and I think a shirt or something uh, from this team from John Book yeah. because he was living there teaching English, uh, right. and in, he knew someone who worked there, right? Or he bought it? No, or no, or he was. There. I think it was like he got season tickets or oh, whatever. Okay. Um, but uh, Cho uh, Gu Sung, he's the guy from the World Cup. Uh, who was like a superstar? Superstar bro. scored a bunch of goals. This is a hemming some B. <laughs> okay, but I don't know. I had to catch up, bro, because he was getting there's something. He got like a, a couple million Instagram followers. People fell in love uh, with this handsome Korean man yeah. uh, during the World Cup. But Mines and Celtic are also considered to be in the running. So yes, uh, but for look, I, I like to see big moves like this from MLS clubs to try to bring in. Look, the, especially you know we've said this whole bunch. You, you, everybody's watching the World Cup. Some people are like, oh, I never seen this. Who's this guy? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's everybody's. Also, like, this guy became a sex symbol in this country, <laughs> and you see how how wild South Korea goes for him and son. If you could get just a little bit of that, give me some of them crumbs, bro. <laughs> okay. Take your shirt let's off. Get, let's Joe. get that Korean love out here. Let's do it. Bro. Um, so, uh, look, would, it would be a dope move, I think, for, for Minnesota, who could uh, definitely use a striker like that. Um, anything else? Uh, Kirby D said, Andrew, not the Magic City reference. Lemon pepper wet is the way to go. Really wet. Damn, we still talking about <laughs> wings, bro? Yo, lemon pepper wet is low-key undefeated. Have I had lemon pepper wet? Did we not have this? Together? No, that's right. I don't think I've. I went. I went to. I went to uh, JR Crickets without you. Damn, bro! How could you? Yeah. Fun <laughs> times. Shouts to Atlanta, bro. Um. Okay. Uh. Andrew Johnson said, "Hopefully, Atlanta fans can protect Derek Etienne when he's out at Magic City or getting winged at two thirty a.m." Yeah. Remember his chain got stolen. He was out at a bar. Did it, in Columbus. Was that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He posted about it on social media, and I think deleted it, and then put it back up because he got the chain back. Maybe oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was a bunch of like a bunch of like uh, college football fans or something. Okay, he was at the bar by himself, and uh, I remember. This, I don't know what happened, but eventually, I remember he, him getting pulled over. I remember that. Yeah, no, he got jumped. He got jumped. 
Okay, well, well, let's we'll get Derek to confirm. Uh, I Yo, don't Derek, come back on the show, bro. <laughs> no, I, I am happy for Derek Etienne, um, who, who definitely getting a lot of love and, right. and I, I think a well deserved uh, uh, opportunity, uh, especially so, because of the way he was he left. Rebel was under. You know, was under such duress. Yeah, he he, he left with uh, you know. I think people not really seeing. You know, really, I, I, he he didn't reach his full potential, and um, and I think he was doubted a little bit. And in Columbus, especially after he got an, he got an assist in the MLS Cup final, um, and and just a big assist. Yeah, great, great. Uh, uh, you know, shift out in in Columbus. So I, th- I know a lot of Columbus crew fans are going to miss him, but I think Atlanta have uh, a lot to be excited about. I think he's yeah. going to do really, really well out there. I'm excited for him too. I think this is a perfect place for him. Kevin Sign said LFC, LAFC runs the MLS. Uh, okay. I mean, you did win, uh, so we'll let you have it. We'll see what happens. Let's did you hear that Jim Kern hasn't been contacted for the men's national team? I did hear that. That's why I put it up on screen. Oh, okay. I didn't know you were going to talk about it. <laughs> yes. Uh, 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 for the U.S. men's national team job, we, you know, we don't know exactly uh, what is going to. Uh, we know Anthony Hudson will be uh, coaching in, in the upcoming friendlies. But what what do you think? Do you think uh, um, Jim Curtin should should have interest in this job right now? In the men's national team? Yeah. I think if unfortunately, I think Jim Curtin is where Jesse Marsh was, uh, where I think he should be looking at and he should be getting looked at by Europe. He should be getting opportunities in Europe. He's clearly proven that he's a good coach yeah. and he's a good manager, regardless of the type of squad you give him. He makes really, really smart substitutions in big games. I think he also has a way of sort of giving players confidence that they're being brought in to do a certain job, so on and so forth. So, yeah, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a coach like, Jim Curtin saying, all right, this dude should get a chance somewhere. You know what I mean? And look, I, I would assume that he has had some European interest and probably hasn't found, like, the right fit. I mean, and what he's, what he's been able to do uh, with the Philadelphia Union is incredible. And I'm sure he has a lot of um, influence and say that he would have to, you know, it would probably be difficult to have at another club and essentially start over. Um, I, I wouldn't say his time is up with uh, the union or you know i i no. think you know i think if if they win mls cup uh you know uh, a couple months ago it's the, i think the conversation is stronger for uh for that for that next move i think you need to do whatever they can do to keep him i, I agree sure. i agree and and look the clearly the players love him uh and, and they they play for him and uh and and just the the roster decisions that they've always made you always think like oh you know losing this player when when they got rid of um uh, Santos uh, to, to Cincinnati, yeah. and it was like, damn, he was like good. He's pacey. What about he not having El senior We're like, oh, he's not going to be able to pull this guy off the bench anymore. Right, right. <laughs> but even so, it's just like the, it doesn't matter who sort of comes up, or who steps up next. Uh, you know, they, they always seem to perform. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and I was like, even um, uh, uh, Paxton Aronson going to Eintracht Frankfurt. I'm like, oh man, he's like. He, we never, he never got to show the potential, like the. He what, showed some of it, not as much as his brother as did. His brother, for sure. like at the union. So but I'm his like, brother opened the door for American players to be a bit more, like he uh, furthered the conversation. Yeah. And also for all the Aronsons to get offers to go to Europe. Right, right. The yeah. dog is getting looked at by, <laughs> by Rangers. Bro. So I, I wanted to play this because um, uh, since we're talking about the U.S. men's national team, Ricardo Pepe was on a podcast. In also, thanks so much for hanging out with us. I know we're going super long today. Not but that thank long. You. We're part of the usual. Um, 
Ricardo Pepe was on a uh, I don't like I I don't want to butcher the name of the Conville Minder the podcast. It looks like a Groningen. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> fan podcast because that's our logo in the middle of the right. uh, the. And and they asked him about not getting called up uh, to the U.S. men's national team, and this was uh, his response. Yeah, I remember exactly the moment. You know, I just had I hopped on a phone call with a national team coach, and you know, he said that I wasn't on the on the roster. So then I just hung up the phone on him. I like, did ask why. No, not really. To be honest, you know, it was just something that I was in shock. You know, I was in shock because it took me like five minutes to be able to like just get it in my mind you know at first I thought it was like a you know I, I just couldn't believe it you know and then um I was just talking to the coach and then when we hung up the phone then I just called my agent immediately and then I called my dad and then they thought I was playing with them so sure. yeah I mean it was something that you know I was I was shocked to be honest and you know like I said I use every situation and every every situation like this is always going to make me hungry and it's always going to motivate me to to keep working and, and working hard so this is the first line. I mean, he said, he told me I wasn't uh, going to the World Cup, and I hung up on him. Okay. Can I just <laughs> say, this might not be the most mature way of two things, handling that situation, and then why are you telling us about it? <laughs> I mean, if if I can visualize, if I visualize that, somebody just giving me bad news, and, you know, to my, my employer, or, you know, my, my coach is saying. What's he supposed to say? I mean, Obviously. Let's be honest. Look, players have, especially strikers, they have big personalities, you know, big emotions. I don't think we're viewing this as disrespectful. I think him talking about it is more disrespectful than doing it. Because if, what's he supposed to be like, yo, that's crazy. What's he supposed to say? <laughs> I would say, the when you say what what he's supposed to say, he should say something that, rather than I, I hung up the phone on him. I actually I, don't think, so. And, and look, I don't think Coach uh, Berhalter will hold this against him. As much as you can't do this to your boss. Okay. You call, your boss calls you and says, like, yo, we don't need you for that project. Click. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, and it sounds like maybe he's being, uh, maybe he's exaggerating a little bit. It doesn't sound like, because later on when he says, you know, kind of clarifying, uh, it doesn't sound like he actually, hey, you're not going to the World Cup. And boom, I didn't hear another mm, word. <laughs> Anything. Yeah. You know, I didn't hear another word uh, yeah. that Greg said. Um, it might have been. It sounded like he was just in such shock that he couldn't hear anything else that Greg which, which, was saying. That's that's relatable, right? Right. Um, and it, it's and you know this is this is part of uh, you know the story of 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 the U.S. men's national team at the World Cup. On top of the other dozen stories that uh, came We're out, a of big it. goddamn soap opera, bro. <laughs> okay. We don't want to be all right. But also, I mean, when you look at when you look at. Uh, like, remember when we were there, we were told there was a rumor floating around that Pepe was a part of the plan until the phone call. Something happened on that phone call, and that's why he was no longer a part of the plan. Do you remember hearing that when we yeah. were at the reveal, the roster reveal? Yes, yes. Somebody Again, that was a this. pure rumor. We don't know that for sure. Right, right. Uh, yeah, we, let's be careful <laughs> what we say because, you know, it'll, it'll get uh, again, clipped. <laughs> no, no. It yeah, was yeah. a rumor. It was a rumor, yeah. yeah. But, and, and if... If this is the, there's no way that there was a possibility he was going to have a, a shot and then this phone call happened. Like the decision was clearly made. He, he just, if we're taking him at face yeah, value. Yeah, which I'm, I'm going to. Right. What I will assume though, and one of the things is if you go back to the Giorena situation, remember Giorena on his phone call was told that he would not be a big part 
of it. Remember, there was like yeah. that whole thing of like, hey, man, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if that happened on the phone call or like the first week in training when, you know, he was maybe not showing as much gusto out there. Sure. Again, I'm trying to navigate through all this <laughs> bullshit. No, I look, it, but, it, but I, I respect. Do you I, think maybe Pepe got news that he's like, hey, man, you're not going to be the starter. And he reacted so negatively. We were like, we don't even want this dude in the camp. Oh, I, yeah, I have no idea. It's, I, can, I can only speculate. I, I do not know. That could be a possibility. I, I'm going to assume that, um, that Pepe was not brought to the World Cup because of the incredibly poor form he had at Augsburg. He was doing well at Groningen, uh, scoring a bunch of goals, so you can understand it, it was like a late stretch of like, yo, maybe I, maybe I can get an opportunity. I have... I haven't heard anything about him as a person or his character that would suggest that they wouldn't have wanted him there. I, but, but I, I don't have. Except I'm not for privy. what he just told you, which is that he hung up on the coach. That is. Um, That's usually. It's not a good sign. It's not a great it's, sign. But he's a kid. He's also a kid. But you were asking. You're asking the kid to be professional. I am asking that. Yeah. So we all are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. But do I think uh, you know this should hurt? His chances in the future or anything like that? No, you know. But I think a lot of people were upset. You, I mean, people handled it differently. I mean, Paul Ariola, he put out a long statement. He was very sad about it. But who knows? Paul, Paul Ariola may have thrown his phone across yeah. the room for all I know. I he don't might know. Have text Pepe, hang up on him. <laughs> I could understand people being frustrated and people being upset. But if if it if it went like this, where he just like literally just hung up the phone, hey, yeah, if we're gonna take it at face value, then nah, that ain't cool. Like you gotta you you gotta take the L. I might forgive him. I might call him back, and if he don't pick up, that's when I'm mad. Ooh, okay. I don't mind me delivering bad news, you taking it badly. Because I deliver bad news, it's okay that you take it badly. I can't ask everyone to be completely cold-hearted, too, or you know, slow to react to bad news. Uh, but if I call you back and you don't pick up, or you don't call me back immediately after I call you up and you don't pick up, because mm-hmm. maybe you did throw the phone and now you got to find it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that's the case, then, yeah, now nah, we're done. Okay. Um, a couple other ones. Victor Wanyama resigns with uh, Montreal. That's right. Uh, New logo, Montreal. We're off the snowflake. Back to the Club, Florida League. Uh, Club de foot. Um, I think they changed that too. Did they? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, it's right there. Right there. The two more, yeah. You mean they... Oh, they have a new logo, but the, the name is the same. They did stay with Save Montreal. Yeah, yeah. It's still, Montreal. There. still there. Um... So, uh, anything else that we may have missed? We're trying to cover as much as possible. A lot has happened, obviously, in the last uh, couple. Oh, yeah. This is one that I wanted to make sure we got to uh, because, obviously, the World Cup was going on. But LA Galaxy uh, have been fined. Oh, yeah. They got a pow-pow. They got a pow-pow. Oh, my God. (laughs) They were doing what Inter-Miami was doing and paying paying some players a little bit under the table. So, Beckham's former team pulls a Beckham. Um, uh, yes, the, the, uh, Major League Soccer, this happened December 2nd, but Major League Soccer announces sanctions for LA Galaxy for violating salary, budget, and roster guidelines. And in 2019, they paid uh, Christian Pavon, uh, the, the, the winger for LA Galaxy, who was playing pretty well, but then he tur- also was a big name at that time being considered by some big clubs in Europe. And shows up as a TAM player. I'm really like, huh. Interesting. How'd that work out? Damn, you must be good negotiators. <laughs> and uh, and then Christian Pavon also uh, went back to Argentina and then yeah. got involved. I think he was some sexual assault charge. Yeah, and yeah. he's dealing with a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, he's no longer a hot prospect. Right. And uh, But the, the fine was 
Uh, pretty, pretty rough. Uh, LA Galaxy signed, they, they find $1 million and they lose a million dollars in general allocation money. And they also lose an international roster spot. And uh, LA Galaxy president Chris Klein has been suspended uh, from any sporting related responsibilities through the conclusion of the primary transfer window in 2023. So, uh, you know, this, this, this window, we're currently in the primary transfer window in MLS. And aren't they banned? Aren't the isn't the club have a transfer ban? Uh, I don't see that. I thought that I thought that was another thing. No, no, the, that that was the the specific penalty was the million dollar fine, million dollars loss in gam, and uh, yeah. uh and loss of an international roster spot. So LA Galaxy, who Can are only t- sign Americans or Canadians, who who were I mean they were they 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 kind of uh, uh, sputtered into uh, the playoffs last season. Uh, just constantly underachieving team. They always, everybody's, LA Galaxy fans are just like, please make these changes. We, you know, we, we're going to be seeing a lot of uh, club hi- clubs history content. Mm. Uh, and that, and that's, it feels like in 2023, that's the only success we're going to see. We're going to, one whole three minute block is going to have the word redacted over it. <laughs> hey, forget this loss. Look at what Kobe Jones did in the uh, 1996. Not bad. <laughs> Hey, listen, listen. Why are we talking about today when there's so much to talk about with yesterday? Remember when Alexi Lawless was GM? Uh, <laughs> look at these kids. Yeah, hey, Gen Z, you guys love the old kids. So I feel bad uh, for LA Galaxy. Hopefully they don't have too rough of a season, but this is uh, the, the, the million dollars loss in GAM is going to really... Uh, you know, kind of uh, keep them hamstrung. They, I don't know what they're gonna. Well, they've worked around it before. <laughs> <laughs> They'll figure something out. Uh, oh, Justin Freeber said, "Oh, look, the galaxy can be punished for things." Wow. Uh, also, uh, Felipe Ramos put Giroud to club the foot, Montreal. Mm. Oh yeah, the Giroud is. Um, is it gonna? It's not in the. Is it in the summer that he's gonna leave uh, Inter? I would assume it's at the end of his is season. He at Inter Milan or AC Milan? No, he's, he's at, at AC, AC Milan. Milan. Yeah. Um, I know some Milan fans are like, oh my God, how dare he? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> other Milan, you son of a bitch. Um, okay, the other. Uh, well, do you? Would you want Giroud in the league? I, I'll take Giroud to NYCFC in a heartbeat. <laughs> Yo, come to NYCFC, you bro. You think we won't eat baguettes <laughs> with you, bro? Bro, I will be uh, Apple. Hire me as as far as the NYCFC content team to just. Brush Jeru's hair, okay? Hire me to smell it. <laughs> it's tag team. We'll yeah. do it. You take, you get one of us, you get us both. <laughs> also, real quick, show them what you got. Count, count to three in French. Un, deux, trois. Done, bro. <laughs> got it. <laughs> one, two, three. We brushing and smelling your hair. Quatre, song. Oh, whatever he <laughs> said, bro. Croissant. <laughs> okay. All the M- uh, Montreal fans are like, yo, I'm going to yeah. start to a little bit more. Right? This guy's yo. speaking to me. Yo, check this out. Uh, uh, un, un jamon bear, comme toi en deux. I just said, yo, let me get let me get the, the, the ham and butter sandwich cut in half. <laughs> Hey, okay. Uh, a couple other things uh, to wrap up. Um, uh, Justin Freeber said, Alexis with Lady and the Tramp, a baguette with Giroux for content. Oh, bro, we would both but die. Ca- we don't need cameras anywhere, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we need content. <laughs> you, I'll be content with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, okay. The, a couple of things uh, in in NWSL that I wanted to make, uh, make sure we announced. Um 
the bina. Robinson can put too much butter. <laughs> okay, remember it. All right, join the Patreon for yeah, you, so you can get you these gotta, jokes. You gotta hit the Patreon so you know Christian uh, being asked to eat French food <laughs> is one of the funniest things ever. The Binya to Kansas City. This is huge. This is wild. And Marta uh, resigned, by the way, in Orlando. In Orlando. How old is Marta now? Marta is 90, 98 bro. years old, bro. <laughs> no. She is crushing it. Good um, God. The Binya, uh, obviously uh, Brazilian uh, uh, baller, uh, was at North Carolina. What a coincidence. Look at the trending topics. Qu- Gwen Stefani. This is, are they listening to us? Also, Heming's son is there. Look at that. Uh, they can't and, see it on the screen. but Oh, well, you can't see it, but it looks like he's he's ripping into one of those those weird weed smoker things that people use. You know where you put the bud in the one end and you suck it out the other? You like the top of it? I forget what it's a called. A bong? No, no, no. It's a <laughs> bong is the big thing. Yeah. The little mini joints they sell on the street. Like a, yeah, they yeah. Look like an like alien's a, head. A little pipe thing. Yeah, a little pipe. It looks like he's using that, but it's him it's just not, doing he's this. Doing, thing. He's doing that anyway. Okay, I'm glad we stopped the show. I was for that. like, "Yo, him and his son get <laughs> it, bro. He don't care about laws." Davinia uh, uh, left. Uh, she was a free agent. Left uh, North Carolina and has joined uh, Kansas City. Kansas City are are Kansas City current are now looking. Uh, I mean, it's it's Samuels, Lynn uh, Williams, um, uh, Morgan uh, Gotrat. Uh, Dude, they got a beast of a line. Solid, solid uh, lineup. And Saitali reminds us Mahomes is now part owner. That's right. I just saw that uh, earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he w- obviously he's already the owner, uh, a part owner of uh, Sporting, Sporting Kansas, Kansas City. City. And his wife is the owner, one of the owners, uh, I think one of the majority owners of, of Sporting, Kansas, uh, Kansas, Kansas City Current. And now um, he joins in. And he's like, I want to own the yeah. team, too. I'm the only just to go to the party. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Uh, but this is a, a, a huge, huge uh, move, and and Dabinia had reportedly a ton of uh, offers from uh, European clubs, and and I think for her to choose to stay in NWSL says a lot. I think still says think a lot about the quality of um, the league as well. I think NBA, we're, NWSL got to worry, man. Yeah, we're these getting, European clubs are starting to the, the European leagues, not all of them, but I mean, there's a lot of leagues that are really starting to put in some competition for you know the eyes of women's football and some of these. There's not that many superstar players that also bring a lot of views and a lot of asses in the seats that are available just yet. Obviously, that grows with the, the, the growth of the sport, and they're starting to make a play for a lot of them. What I do like um, is that uh, transfers in women's football and women's soccer is starting to um, – they're starting to be a real economy around it. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. It's, it's, you're seeing it, in, especially in, in England, the Women's Super League – um, in France, it's now becoming, um, uh, you know, obviously it's the not the same. The Women's Epic Cup final was a massive success in England. Yeah, yeah, these things are huge. The, the, but the degree of, like, people getting excited about, because I think, you know, I, I, I think people, I think generally people within the soccer world understand how significant the transfer window is. But it, it's more than simply like, oh, who are they going to sign? It's literally like, this may change the trajectory of our club for the next decade, and yeah. and people go into it with that kind of uh, hope. And 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 uh, you if know. you make the right choice, you you can level yourself up to a point you weren't before. Al Nasser is a great example. Probably not the signing I would have made, but you saw what happened to their social media numbers and stuff. Yeah, dude, you can make a major difference in your club with a with a strong uh, transfer window. Yeah, and and the fact that there is going to be a lot of uh, like, I mean, the NWSL draft is coming up next week on. T- Tuesday, I believe. Um, but the fact that 
the that there's there's that the business of women's soccer is 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 growing. It's going only going to lead to more uh, opportunities for for players and 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 you know bigger contracts and stuff like that. But it's, it is getting to. Uh, I I like seeing uh, uh, and I like that teams have done this deliberately, like Chelsea. Uh, um, you know, it, you, you see Arsenal do this a lot. They, they'll, you know, the Arsenal account will just say like, you know, we they've signed a, they they signed a female player, but they'll just say like we signed so and so, and it's like then people are like, oh, but that's a woman. Why aren't you yeah. saying the word? And it's like, no, this we're is, Arsenal. We're Arsenal. These are the academy is Arsenal. Yeah, the women's team is Arsenal. The men's team is Arsenal. Yeah, the reserves are Arsenal. The coaches are Arsenal. The front office is Arsenal. We're Arsenal, and I think that's great. Yeah. So it's it's so th- that's why I kind of want to just highlight the fact. That, I mean, th- this is a big move, but the fact that this is kind of making an impression where people are like, "Oh shit, she, where'd she go?" Like mm-hmm. that. That is probably five, six years ago. We weren't necessarily used to seeing that, especially right. in NWSL and in women's soccer. So it's it's great to see, and I'm glad uh, she's sticking around in, ML- in, in NWSL. We saw her play at the at you know we've seen her a couple times, but and the in the final um, against the Red Sox when we were there in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a beast. She's a yeah. beast. She's great. Uh, when are you getting an all-star game, NWSL? Great question. Well, they got the Challenge Cup that people uh, don't seem to. <laughs> people are getting tired of the Challenge Cup. Yeah. Which I during COVID, I mean, NWSL was the first uh, sports league that, that started back up again, and everybody was tuning in. And, it, you know, Houston Dash obviously won the, the, the initial uh, Challenge Cup. But now it's... People are like, all right, I don't know. Do we it's, need this? It's like there were a couple injuries um, during the Challenge Cup where it's like, all right, this maybe this is maybe this is too intense for the beginning of the season. And I think it's now it's going to go into the season a little bit more, like kind of FA Cup style, like midseason. Right. Um, you know what? The regular season should be to qualify for the Challenge Cup. But then what are the NWSL playoffs? <laughs> it was <a> playoff. <laughs> okay. All right. Didn't know that was a joke was happening. I yeah, no, no, no. It's not a joke. I'm trying to, I'm trying to mess up. I'm trying to scramble your brain, bro. Uh, JG said, unfortunately, my interest in women's transfer started when players were refusing to work under certain coaches and management. Look, and yeah, we were going to uh, we're going to talk about that uh, as well, because the uh, NWSL has levied their uh, disciplinary uh, findings. Yeah, yeah, they, right? they've sanctioned um, more uh, people and um, pretty and, much every, uh, everyone who was a and, part of the investigation who was uh, being looked at or investigated. Yes, yeah, so they issued the and look and and look. I, I, I'll say this uh, before we we do this. I'm I'm getting tired of ne- you know negative news in, in within NWSL. I don't I, you know I, I first of all I wish it just wouldn't happen. Right. Uh, but I think that we're we're in the middle of that cleansing. We're still in the middle of it of just like get rid of the rot. And yeah. and this is uh, uh, hopefully this is the tail end of that. And I think it, it feels like people are taking more seriousness in 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 like fixing this going right. forward. And look for, from the past, and I know that's. Probably at this point, like three regimes ago. Yeah. But in the past, people have been unwilling to make these decisions because of the, oh, you got to keep the league going, blah, blah, blah. This is what making these decisions, I think, is what gives you the health to not just have the league going, makes the players feel safe. Players want to come to this league and keeps your league successful. So these are really important decisions that are being made. So the first uh, sanctions uh, that you see here on the screen, Paul Riley, Christy Holly, Rory Dames, and Richie Burke, all who were, you know, have... Uh, just mountains of just horrible things that they've either done or said, uh, and uh, you know they are now permanently banned from NWSL. 
Um, so I, I think this the is suspensions of future in, 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 uh, employment, one of which has been on our show. Um, right, right. Greg uh, Harrington is ineligible to work to an NWSL in any capacity for two years. Uh, and Elise LaHue, uh, yeah, who yeah. used to be over at Gotham, is ineligible to work in the NWSL in any capacity for two years as well. Yeah. Uh, so there's been a couple. Farid Benstiti, who was the the OL Reign coach, I think, remember, uh, mm-hmm. was Lindsay Horan that uh, mentioned when she was uh, in France. He in was, France. The, one was, he was like the one that was critiquing her about her weight, uh, weight and, and and things like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can see the the whole uh, you know the whole statement on um, the uh, NWSL website. But I guess if you're an NWSL fan in particular, this is what you'd hope to see, right? Yeah, cl- the main ones, uh, uh, Chicago Red Stars uh, find one point five million dollars, and then. Uh, it says further, Arnim Whistler, who's the owner of the team, the majority owner, he is going to be selling this team. Uh, and then Portland Thorns were fined $1 million and, uh, you know, Merritt Paulson. Uh, it, it, this was like a, a confusing thing because it, it was like initially a donation. And then they're like, nah, dude, yeah, this is, this is a fine. You got to pay. This. Right. <laughs> um, and, and we all know everything that happened, uh, you know, involved with the Thorns. Uh, so, but the, look, look, this is a, this is the fans being uh, completely tired of it and and it's nice to see some real uh and and, and severe penalties i mean and, and you know it might not in the grand scheme of things th- these penalties may not seem like a lot of money um based on you know especially in in men's soccer and stuff like that maybe but for an nwsl team uh this is quite uh, a lot of money and and hopefully this will be the the things that will d- direct real, real change. So Yeah, and uh, shouts to Andrew Johnson who just put this up. I did not see this. Uh, apparently, um, HBO Max, I believe, uh, will show its first ever live domestic sports coverage with a, a friendly between the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team and New Zealand Soccer Team. Um, and Cal Martino, uh, got the, the gig. homie, got the gig. Uh, it looks like it will be Luke Wildman, uh, known for his play-by-play work in Canada for TSN, Julie Foudy, who obviously we know from ESPN, and Cal Martino uh, well, got the job. Congrats. The homie for, Kyle. Good for him. Uh, right. Former U.S. stars Dem- uh, Demarcus Beasley and Shannon Box are also attached as analysts. Um, and uh, Sarah Walsh, ESPN and Fox veteran, will also have a, a four-year star for the university. Uh, and ESPN, Fox, and Fubo TV veteran Melissa Ortiz, who also played for the Canadian national team, will serve as a reporter. Shouts to Melissa Ortiz. Uh, awesome. Congratulations. This is crazy. WBD Sports. I don't know what that is, but. Sweet. Uh, Juan Vargas said, breaking news, Christian Polanco, tired of being tired. Yeah. <laughs> Done with it. Warner Brothers is, Warner Brothers Discovery Sports is uh, HBO Max and TNT. One also said, Richie Burke looked like a human Flintstone chewable. <laughs> I remember Flintstone chewable. Is that, is that still a thing? People still have Flintstones. Are Flintstones relevant? But hey, Haribo, is that the only gummy gummy bear that you know? Wasn't there like a hood gummy bear that wasn't Haribo? There were a lot of, I, like at my local supermarket, I remember seeing like a, I wasn't don't even remember like the brand. Like gummy bears spelled G-U-M-M-I? Not I to my eating that. Not to my knowledge. Okay. Somebody asked me. I'm like, yo, Haribo can't be the only gummy bear brand. There were other gummy bears. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is important stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, Douglas uh, coming through in the chat. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else before we wrap up? We've been going. This is a longer show than usual, but thank yeah. you for 
Uh, hanging out with us. If you're watching, you still have time to send us a super chat or whatever those things are called. Uh, <laughs> yeah, feel free to send us money. I Am La Lucha won the $10 challenge. <laughs> Twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just I Am La Lucha. Uh, Google wants that. Googling hood gummy bears. <laughs> oh, gummy bears with the I was a TV show. All right. I didn't tune in. I thought that was like a hood candy. Okay. All right. Uh, let's wrap up. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on all social channels at Soccer Cooligans. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, and leave a review on the podcast, uh, uh, on Apple Podcasts, if you if you like. And, and if you're listening on Spotify, leave five stars. Um, let's uh, do some Patreon shout outs. Thank you so much for all the new. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of new people. A lot of I'll new members. Trip Norman. Shout Bye. out to Trip. What uh, a name. Nahum Alem. Let's go. Uh, we love you. Chris Martinez. Let's go. Shouts to Eric. One one name only. Doesn't need a surname. Hi, we know who you are, fam. Thanks for joining. <laughs> uh, Jared. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I skipped one. But Jared Cifuentes. Shout out to Jared. Also, a reminder that a lot of people that have been joining, uh, please, uh, if you haven't gotten the link to the Slack channel, uh, please uh, reach out in Patreon. Just uh, send us a message and we'll get you there. We're talking link. to you directly. Walter Munnings. Munnings? Munnings. Let's go. Money, money, Munnings. <laughs> Nana Darko. Shout out to Nana Darko. And shouts to Cap. Cap. That's all it says. No Cap, Cap. Thanks for joining. <laughs> so uh, shout out to everybody who's joined. Patreon.com. Cool again. Feel free uh, to get on there. If you want to get the reference at Robin Tagini, the joke that she was making, you can go see our, our PSG vlog that we made. It's uh, too much better. <laughs> okay. It's a classic in uh, the Cooligans lexicon. Yes. Uh, so uh, feel free to. A moment that will live in infamy <laughs> in so, my heart. Uh, so head over there. Uh, anything else? I think we're, I think we're no, good. I think we did it, baby. Another, another show. We crushed it. Uh, you yeah. guys are awesome. It's nearly a two hour episode. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, you guys are incredible. Like everything Christian said, do everything, hit all the buttons, everything that'll help us out. We'll see you next week. Peace, everybody. Love you guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.